Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And today I am going to talk about the missing Malaysian Airlines Flight 370. So um, I heard about this along many years ago when it first happened, but kind of forgot about it. It fell off my radar until, same with the plane. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and then somebody actually mentioned it to me not too long ago, so I wanted to cover it because there are actually a lot of conspiracies as to what happened to the plane. Have you ever heard of it? Um, only from you. Honestly, I hadn't heard it before that, so I don't really know much about it. I just know that it was a flight that disappeared in flight, um, coming from Malaysia, obviously, and to my knowledge, they really didn't know what happened to it, but I'm sure you're going to let me know. Yes. So, <laughs> That's all um, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Basically nothing. I, I literally thought that it was, like, a plane that just went over the Bermuda Triangle and disappeared like the rest of them. Because geographically, like, I don't know where anything is, <laughs> like, at all. I know, like, United States, China, it, China is over, Yeah. like, that way, and Mexico's below, Canada's up, and then UK is that way. So that's all I got. And Russia's really big above China. So when you were a kid... Did you ever think that if you could dig in the sand, you could get to China? I tried that a while. <laughs> definitely tried that. But then I looked. Um, one time I looked at what, and I used to think, what do the kids in China dig to us? Like, you know, I used yeah. to think to say like, like the opposite. Like, I wonder if they're right now if kids are trying to dig to me. Maybe we'll meet in the middle. Exactly. And I would always try to dig to China because I always thought that China's on the other side of the world. And that you could literally dig to it. Like, I thought that was... I must have been, like, I don't know how old, like, Six, seven. seven. And yeah. I really believe that you could. I, and I would try to get to China. Like, I want to go to China. Like, I want to go there. I only did... I only, like... I w we only had our lunchtime to do it, so I knew that we'd never do it before the end of lunch. I never thought about it like but, that. But, yeah, no, I had a little bit of, like, time. <laughs> like, like I had, like, I didn't know where I was in the world, but I knew what time I was at, and I knew that 25 minutes was not long enough to dig to China. I never knew that concept. I knew that it wasn't, like, flat on flat. I knew that there <laughs> had to be, like, more to it. Uh, yeah, no. But, um, yeah, I, I finally, one time a few years ago, I did Google, like, what is exactly on the other side of the world to me? Because I think me and Brad were talking about, like, digging to China. Yeah. And um, it's not even China on the other side of the world of us. It's, like, in the middle of the ocean somewhere. It's not even fucking China. <laughs> even so China. had we made it, we would have popped up in an ocean somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, super random, and I'm like, no fucking way. So we were never even going to China. We'd have to make some turns. Anyway, so, um, Malaysia is a country that's next to Thailand. I actually have the map here. <laughs> it's, uh, Indonesia, and it's, it's underneath Thailand and Cambodia. Cambodia, did I say that right? Cambodia, yeah. Cambodia, yeah, right. which is all underneath China. So it's, it's, is it like it's an south. island? It's an island south of it's China? It's not even an island because it's almost like um, a peninsula 
uh, makes it makes it all connected. Almost like the of like Florida, you know how it's a oh, peninsula that goes up. Yeah. Except then the peninsula goes down. Yeah. And then it gets bigger, just like uh, Mexico, how it goes oh. down and then it gets bigger. So it's kind of like that, but it doesn't get much bigger. So but it's almost a like small, a Florida like land bridge, I guess. Or like I think land. it's bigger than Florida Keys. Oh, okay. So, so it's big. it's like the big floor, like the big. Florida, yeah, and then so you could take China, you could go south, and you could literally drive to Malaysia. Oh, you can drive there, yeah. Yeah, you, you could. could drive there, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go through Thailand, and then you go down to Malaysia, according to this map. Okay, I always, for some reason, I always thought it was an island. No, the island is Japan. Well, I knew Japan. <laughs> well, I knew Japan was an oh, island. God. Let me see the map. <laughs> I gotta look at Indonesia the map again. is an island. But see where the little uh, dot is? It's it's actually part of the peninsula. Thing. Oh yeah, I see here. Yeah. Yeah, this one's yeah. Malaysia's part of it, and then Indonesia is not is is an it's island. Separate. Yeah, it's separate. Okay, maybe I was thinking of Indonesia. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I don't know anything about geography. That's not any part of my forte whatsoever. Well, that's why we have a map here, so yep. that's good. So, we do have a map, and Heather is going to post the map. I showed her what map I wanted to be posted, so she is going to post the map. Yes, I will. Woohoo! So, okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Malaysia Airlines Flight 370. It departed from Kuala... <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be Kuala, but it's K-U-A-L-A. Kuala. Koala. koala koala so not koala but koala koala yeah koala koala lumper international airport um which is in malaysia malaysia on march 8th 2014 at 1241 p.m myt time you what's know. myt well it's very simple malaysia time Oh, Malaysia has time zone? It doesn't, though, because it's the same as Beijing time. So I don't know why, like, it... So apparently UTC... I was looking at this. It's either UTC negative or plus. So they're UTC plus eight. I don't know so, what you just said. What's UTC? That reminds me of the mall. I know. UTC is in La Jolla. It's a mall. Yeah, the UTC <laughs> mall. I I don't know. Is it in La Jolla? Hold on. Maybe it's not in La Jolla. No, UTC Mall is in La Jolla. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the fancy high end. La Jolla, California. We live in Southern California. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyways, forget UTC. I think it's uh, Universal Time Zone Central or something. I'm not sure. Okay. Everything goes off of that. And it's either plus or minus from wherever the... Oh, it's probably where the... Where the... um, Where the... The international like date line is. is. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I'm on midline. I'm thinking dental. We, we are like <laughs> so... Oh, my God. Well, you just went to the dentist, too. So, that's a thing. So, you have dental on your I brain. have dental on my mind, yeah. Okay. And uh, Kuala Lumpur International is Malaysia's largest international airport. And Malaysia Flight 370 was scheduled to land in Beijing Capital International Airport in China on at 6.30 p.m. local time of Beijing. So, but they're in the same time zone. So, it was only supposed to be like a five and a half hour flight. I do have the, um, what it was supposed so to be. So, that's a fairly short flight. It's I a mean, pre- well, yeah, it, it takes about that long to get from here to... If you went straight through to Florida, I mean, across America. Yeah. 
So it, it is pretty short for being for going international and everything. Yeah. So. Um, and the okay, so I want to talk about the plane really quick because yeah, um, you yeah, know what kind of plane? Yeah, was what it? kind How of many plane? Passengers? Why? Yeah, exactly. That they're not on some little tiny twelve person charter jet. They were on a Boeing seven seven. 200ER, which is the world's largest twin engine 767 and the largest quad engine 747. Oh, wow. So it's a pretty large plane, but this particular plane can hold 282 passengers. Malaysia Flight 370 left with 239 passengers total. Okay. Including the pilot and the crew members. Okay. So there were about 50 under, give or take. And this particular plane can hold 82,000 pounds of jet fuel. And this, that amount of jet fuel for this plane could easily go for a solid 7 hours, 31 minutes. So they have more than enough. They have, well, so this flight was only supposed to take 5 hours and 34 minutes and use approximately 10 to 23 pounds of, thousand pounds of fuel. So there's a 13,000 pound difference because um, they they don't know because of the the um, wind the like the it's gonna use more fuel if wind is if you're not going the same direction as wind. Oh, do you know what I'm saying? I didn't so, know that. Yeah. So eighty two thousand pounds. Whenever you look at it, like oh well, if this was only supposed to take let's say twenty thousand of pounds, and in five hours, then why would eighty two thousand only be? seven hours and that is because that's worst case scenario so technically eighty two thousand, if you're in the right wind direction mm-hmm. yeah it would probably go for you know 12 20 hours who knows if you had wind on your way yeah Do you get what i'm saying yeah so they're they're they should have had plenty of fuel to get where they needed to go plus more than, yeah, enough. More than enough and yeah. they definitely had enough to if there was an issue trying to get to beijing for whatever reason yeah um they would have enough fuel to land somewhere else. Oh, like an emergency landing. An emergency landing to so many other airports. Okay. Anywhere, really. Like, they could could have probably damn near made it to Australia, or I'm not sure on the world apocalypse that is, because I'm geographically, (laughs) but I feel like Australia is right underneath. (laughs) Um, so the, um, and also, with this thing, this flight path that they're taking, that they're on, it departs from Malaysia every single day at the same time. Oh, so this is not this is not a, no. This, is, this is a routine flight that happens just like every day at twelve twenty. San Diego goes to Las Vegas oh, every day. Okay. I, like sometimes there'll be more flights, sometimes there'll be less. And the light, last flight out of Las Vegas to San Diego is at nine fifteen. Okay, like. You know, it's yeah. the same thing. Um, when we go racing up in Sacramento, it's the same thing. Like, I always have to catch the Monday flight at 8 a.m. I can't go on Sunday because the last flight is at 5 p.m. and we might still be racing. Okay. So I always have to yeah. get a hotel. You know what I mean? And this is, it's been the same thing for eight years. So, like, these certain fi- flight paths. And those of you who fly know that they're always the same. There'll be extra here and there or, like, maybe on... You know, extras on Sundays and Fridays, or, or if it's a holiday, they or might a have holiday, more. they might have extras. Yeah. But mainly, it's pretty routine. They have the same people, the same flight, and the same. It's very mundane. So it's nothing for, out of the ordinary nothing. that they would be on this flight path. Yeah, and um, so all of a sudden, it disappears. So it's like they went on this five-hour flight, 
and then they're gone. It's almost like Gilligan's Island. So like just, they went on a three-hour cruise, and then they're stuck on an island somewhere. It's like that, but nobody knows where it went. But they have radar, right? So they're tracking it on their radar, obviously, and it just, it's like, bloop, 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 and then nothing. It's just, there's nothing on the radar. Radar Is that what you mean by disappear? Like, yeah. it's just nothing. Yeah, I'll get into that, Um, but yeah, ultimately. Wow. So, so the, the, per, the actual plane they were on was because I was wondering if there was any other issues with that actual plane. Yeah. This was number 404 in product, production. So okay. there had already been 403 prior. The first prototype of this plane was completed and tested in June 1994, so 20 years before the disappearance. So they're used to it, right? American Airlines here in U.S. was the first to purchase and use the plane for commercial flight. So far, there have been only in all the planes 31 aviation accidents and 541 fatalities which includes malaysia flight 370 and they had how many on that flight over 200 they had 200 and 200 what was what was it 238 39 239 oh wow okay so So that's that's like majority majority of it is just on this one flight um the first fatalities occurred nine years after production and um, uh, Asiana Air- Airlines, A- Asian, A- it's Asian with an A at the end. Is Asiana? Asian with an A. Yeah, Asia Asiana Airlines Flight Two Fifteen crash landed, and three hundred seven survived, and two were ejected oh. and killed. One died seven days later from injuries sustained from the crash. So even that wasn't like they crash landed, but. It was fine. And it had already been in production and going for nine years. Oh, wow. So, it's, it has I wonder why those two ejected. Um, Maybe the pressure in the cabin or something? I, I don't know. It didn't really go into it. No, I was just it's curious. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then another one um, on August 3rd, 2016 in Dubai caught on fire. Nobody died. In flight, oh. except for a firefighter who was putting it out, so they have to consider it and oh, a fatality yeah. from that flight, from those, you know. And then um, in 2017, an air, airplane caught fire in Singapore while being towed. Oh, it wasn't even in it flight. It wasn't even in flight, and it just caught fire. There was no, nothing happened. It was fine. Yeah, but they But it to caught fire. That. Yeah. So that was one of the aviation accidents. Have you noticed that there's fires? Yeah, there is. Okay, how about this one? Um, July 22nd, 2020, an Ethiopian airline plane caught fire in Shanghai Pudong International. So it's got to be something. In February 20th, 2021, United Airlines 328, Denver Airport, two blades broke off. One was worn out and was spinning and hit the, and and chipped the other blade, which then broke off. Oh, no. So at that point... They were like, um, the, they, they grounded all the planes that had Pratt and Whitney PW4000 in- engines on board because they kept catching fire. Meanwhile, the li- latest one, they didn't do this till 2021. What? This went down, the, the Malaysia flight, it's I shouldn't say went down. 2014, right? 2014, yeah. Wow. That's so, a long time before they put like a recall on it or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the exact plane that was used for Malaysia Flight 370, the, the number 404, had no accidents or fatalities. The last time it was examined was the day before the disappearance. 
and that was on March 7th, 2014. And it passed all of its inspections? Yeah, they, they did the, they checked all the safety points, made sure all the in-flight oxygen was properly filled in case of emergency, and they noted that there was no, nothing alarming or suspicious or weird, was broken or needed to be repaired, just, it was just regular maintenance. So, you know, change the oil, like, in a, I'm thinking of, like, regular maintenance in a car. Change the oil, sure, yeah. change the spark plugs, you know, stuff like that. Get a new power steering belt. Yeah, you know, things like that. Just, in, yeah. <laughs> Make sure brakes work. So, and then at the time of this departure, the plane had already flown 53,471 miles. This specific plane. This specific plane. Oh. Over the course of 7,526 trips. Wow. So it had well over 7,500 takeoffs and landings, and this is equivalent to flying around the world approximately 1,137 times, just to give you a... Whoa. So this plane yeah. is either has a really good track record or it's ready to fall apart and die. I mean, to me, it sounds like it has a really good track record. That's yeah, there's the been way nothing weird, yeah. nothing at all. It seems but, like a really safe plane. Okay, yeah, but... I wonder how long they keep planes before they, you know what I mean? Like yeah, a they car, they get to like 150, 200,000, not getting so safe. Maybe, I'm not sure, yeah. you know, what, what it is for a plane. So this should have been a simple routine, take off and fly, five hours of land, quick trip, 2,600 miles. Yeah. Got it. Done. Easy peasy. They do it every day. Yeah. The same flight path, the same flight. So, and what happened? They had consistent communication with air traffic controller and air traffic control until they didn't. All the communication stopped at 1.19 p.m., 38 minutes after takeoff. 38 minutes. I was going to ask you how far into the 38 flight. minutes they stopped on, on radio. So wow. they and they couldn't get a hold of them. But could they still had them on radar, but not on radio. Yeah. So after they lost communication on radio, the military radar was able to pick them up and track them by plane for another hour, and then it was gone. Oh wow! So only an hour and thirty-eight minutes we know about. Yeah, kind of. We don't know what happened after thirty-eight minutes. We just know oh, where the plane yeah. went. Well, yeah. So we don't know what's happening in in, in the, the airplane. What's in going the- on in the cabin? What we do know is that it crossed the Malay Peninsula and the Andaman Sea, which is in the opposite direction of where it was supposed to go. So it looks like it left Malaysia, went northeast into the middle of the South China Sea, and then turned to go southwest back towards Malaysia, passing over a town called Penang. You need to remember the town of Penang. Okay. This is going to come up later. Okay. Okay. Penang. Does everybody remember Penang? Penang. Penang. Then, flying over Penang, they made a straight shot in the western direction. It was more north than south, but more or less, it was in the western direction. And Beijing is northeast from Malaysia. So, there's uh, literally no reason for that plane to go they're going, anywhere that western direction, like, at all. Yeah, they're going the wrong direction, they're, definitely. Especially southwest. That's, like, the exact opposite of where you're trying to go. Like, yeah, there's no reason. I wonder... I don't know. I wonder why it would even do that. I don't know. So, now we have 239 people missing with a plane that just happened to disappear in thin air. Where did it go? So here comes the searching. 
Yeah. This search quickly became the most expensive search in aviation history, which had me thinking, well, what about, like, Amelia Earhart when she went missing? Didn't they, like, she's way more famous. Like, why wouldn't they yeah. cut all the search? And I'm thinking it's because back then in Amelia Earhart's day, she was, um, it, it wasn't equivalent to money now. You know what I mean? So oh, maybe, yeah. And maybe they didn't have the right technology. They didn't have the resources, maybe. They didn't have the resources. So, I mean, like, they could go by a ship or by maybe mm-hmm. flight, but they didn't have radar. Radar cost money. They didn't have yeah. all these expensive planes and whatever, stonar, sonar, whatever. I don't, I don't know what technology they had then compared yeah, to now, they just, but they just, they just so that's probably it. the, why, why? Because I would think that they, because I know they searched a lot for Amelia Earnhardt. Like I oh, know they, they had did. to have, yeah. Yeah, she was like super important at that point in time, so. We'll have to do a whole thing on her. Too. Yeah, I would love to. Um, so... Um, they first started to search in the South China Sea because that's where that was the last radio contact. But then the radar said that they were in the Andaman Sea, so they had two oh, search yeah. parties going because they were like, Well, maybe the satellite and radar got it wrong, sure, maybe it's yeah. you know, whatever. It's so they better, had them better just to have both parties out there, just a better chance of finding exactly. Them. So yeah. they had two parties going and then. They got information from a satellite that the crash could have taken place in the southern Indian Ocean. So they were looking in the wrong place for weeks. Oh, no. Like, and the South China is way over here on, like, islands between the Andaman. And then the whole freaking Indonesia is between Andaman and the fucking South um, Indian Ocean. So it's like... It's yeah. just, they're just all over the place. It's a, it's a large area to also be canvassing for. Yeah, you have the, the thing. So so they, they started to look in here, this, here, and here. But really, it was way down there. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I just showed Heather on the map. No, she's showing me the map. The, yeah. The, so you guys will see the map. It'll be up um, on Instagram and Facebook and everything. Well, if you do, like, the distance between uh, the... Uh, South China Sea, the Indian Sea, and the Adaman Sea. Is that how you say Adamant, that? Adaman, that's how I've been It's like, that. it kind of makes like a triangle. Yeah, it is. Right? It, and it it's is. huge. It's, but it's, it's like a huge triangle. It's I like, don't even know how. It's like the size it, of America. Yeah, China. probably. Like, like, why are you searching so, it's like they're searching high and low in the wrong direction. And then they're like, oh, just kidding. Let's go over here. Yeah, so maybe it wasn't the size of America, but still. It'd be like looking for a needle in a haystack, pretty much. Especially, you know, anything in the ocean just drifts away. So, can you imagine how much of that plane was lost before they even started looking in the right spot? Like, how much of it was already destroyed just by it going down and being drifted away by the currents? Yeah, it's... it's, Do you know how many sunglasses I've lost in the ocean just by, like, a wave coming up? And then me looking, it's gone. Like, like, it's almost impossible to find anything in the sea. Even like, if you know where someone, let's say you're on a boat and they, you know, capsize and they're trying, they know that they're, they do like a mayday and they're, and then the coast guard goes out and they try to find uh, the survivors of the ship. They have these big yellow, you know, inflatables. They know exactly where they're supposed to be. 
and yet they still can barely see them floating barely see them like bobbing along yeah and almost don't even see them but they know exactly where they where they are they're where like the mayday happened they're looking at them but they don't see them because that's yeah. how that's vast. how fast yeah how big so, yeah so um imagine this yeah. yeah and so it's already been down for weeks so the families were pissed they were mad that the go- go- that the government the airlines everybody um, not only lost the passengers, but the whole fucking plane. Yeah. Where'd it go? Yeah. And and um, no, and the thing that pissed them off the most was that no one had any official information to give. Nobody had found anything. Yeah. At all. There's nothing to give at that point. Yeah. yeah. Finally, a fucking year later, in 2015. What year? In 2015, they started to find debris of the plane. Washing up. On the South Indian Ocean. On one of the beaches in the Southern Indian Ocean. Oh, wow. So just below, like near Indonesia. Yeah. And so um, uh, the they started... To, oh, no, wait. I'm totally lying. They didn't even start... They didn't... They, the, the plane to read didn't go to the Southern Indian Ocean. Oh, no. They started to wash up on the Western Indian Ocean. What? Like, not even close to where they were looking. Oh, my gosh. That's even worse. So, it, so there's, like, there's no way that they were going to find They this. had no idea where they, they were looking. They had no idea. How much time did they, wa- did they waste looking in the wrong sea, the wrong ocean? And maybe if they'd started with the Indian Ocean, the Southern Indian Ocean in the beginning... Maybe they would have found something sooner, but obviously everything was being pushed to the west during that time, or you know, in the ocean yeah, and the it's wind just how the and everything. And the and how how it worked, yeah. So they continued their search for three years. Nothing was ever found, other than the little bit of debris washing ashore. And three years is a pretty long time. I give them that. That is a long time to be searching yeah. for a needle in a haystack. And that's probably also what attributes to the search being so expensive. And um, a part of me wants to say, like, fuck, that's a really long time. Like, I would have given up sooner. But then again, if it were my family, I'd be like, nope, keep going. Keep going. Well, yeah, they want answers. And so that's what the family did. And they hired their own search crew. After the government gave up, they they hired a private company called Ocean Infinity to take over their search. And so then now Ocean Infinity is coming along, looking through all the logs, looking through everything. The government pretty much just handed it over to them at that point. was like, this is how far we've come, dude. Like, we're done. Yeah. Good luck. Pick up where we left off. Go for it. Like, they're not, like, withholding or hiding or, you know, anything. They're being, like, cooperative. And they're just like, here you go. Here's our info. Good luck. Bye. Um, Ocean Infinity gave up after six months. Six months? Whether they gave up or the family was just like, fuck, they really like the government handed over all this information and even our guys can't fucking find that. I don't know. So Did they run out of funding That's what I'm something? thinking because it was private. So they were probably like, well, hell, like after six months and you already have three years of research and now you're just continuing on. It really is. Okay. So the only thing that they had to go off was the data from the in Marsat satellite that the plane last communicated with, which was where they found out that it was in the Indian Ocean somewhere. Okay. Okay. Um, and the ins 
in my satellite because I had to search it because yeah. I was like, well, what the fuck is I this never special? Heard of what that. is it? I've never heard of that. All, of the, all it is is just a brand of satellite. Oh, okay. <laughs> It'd be like Motorola or like oh, okay. Blackberry or Samsung, you know, just a brand. It's it's just, um, they, it's a British brand and they have 14 satellites set up all around the globe. Okay. So I think that it's so, from what I kind of read, it was so mobile devices can ping off them. Oh. So it'd be like a T-Mobile satellite or a Verizon satellite. Um, the plane probably pinged off of it before disappearing, just like randomly. Oh, so they got that last. And little... so maybe what happened was um, that's why it took them so long to realize that the satellite picked them up over in the Indian Ocean because their last radar was in the Adam uh, in the South China Sea. No, in the Adamarian Andamarian Sea. Andamaran. So that's where the radar was last. So that's probably why, but then the satellite, you know, they were probably going through it later or something. I don't know, but it didn't. Yeah, they the, just didn't the have the records that didn't come right through away. Didn't until know. later. Who knows why it took them so long. Um, but how weird is it that we're probably pinging off of satellites like right now that aren't even like the British satellites? Like oh, all never, the satellites. I never thought about that. So yeah. if somebody had control of all the satellites, they would know where everybody is all the time. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? It's kind of creepy, but... Right? It's kind of cool at the same time. For whom? Well, just... Just in general, like... Who is it cool for? It's cool for us that our technology is becoming, you know... That gnarly? Like... Yeah. I mean, just think how it's going to be in 30 years. (laughs) You know? I don't know. That's why we're reading the book, 1984. Let's find out. That's kind of scary. Um, Yeah, that's just... Yeah, if it, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really, really, really weird that, like, random satellites are probably, like, pinging us. And they probably, like, just destroy the information. You know, they're like, oh, there's these American girls, like, we don't even know where they are. You know what I mean? Like, after a few months, they're like, ah, just delete that information. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, You know who probably has the power? And who knows where all the satellites are? The Rothschilds or the Rockefellers. Oh, yeah. Huh. They, they control they everything. They know everything. They control everything. So, okay, so now we know everything about the plane. You ready for the conspiracy theories? Yeah, I thought that was all part of it. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, that those was are the actual that facts. That was the facts. Okay. <laughs> I was like... All right. Yeah, we're only 30 minutes in, and now we're going to do the conspiracy <laughs> theory. No, well, that's like... Yeah, we have to know... We have to... We need to know that. You need to know the facts that so you yeah. know. Okay. So, here's one. The ATSB, which is the Australian Transport Safety Bureau, said that it it could be a hypoxia event. So, that was their formal, after three years of searching, thing. It's a hypoxia. And that is when the plane slowly runs out of oxygen due to a leak or hole in the plane that would have caused massive decom- decom- decompression in a very short time. Oh. So, that's where the... The decompression of the cabin and you know and then the usually the oxygen masks come out of that well usually it doesn't really ever happen but yeah whenever they do the safety briefing before so that's a possibility is that they just ran out of oxygen so they mm-hmm. suffocated and then they crashed yeah the pilot the, so the pilots would have passed out pretty quickly and the plane would have gone into autopilot until the plane ran out of gas or it crashed autopilot would make sense why it was randomly turning like the opposite direction but autopilot doesn't it usually know where it's going oh yeah that's true i don't know so this theory 
to me doesn't make a lot of sense because auto apply autopilot wouldn't allow the plane to crash anyways and they had more than enough fuel to go further than that so they would have the autopilot would have just landed kept, no 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 it just would have kept flying uh, it wouldn't have crashed into the ocean right yeah it would have just kept going at an alti- altitude and just kept going until it ran out of gas or crashed into another plane or something mm-hmm. but but we it would know, have we been know going the same flight path. It would have gone the same flight path, and oh, yeah. and it wouldn't have made all these turns. And even if it did make all these turns, it wouldn't have crashed right there because they had enough enough fuel to go seven hours. Seven hours, it would have gone. It would have gone further than Beijing. It would have gone further. It would have gone way. Yeah, way further. Maybe it would have went to Russia or something. Or it would have gone down. Or if it was already going that way, it would have just kept going down the Indian Ocean, way, way, way to the west. Oh, it would have never even... It wouldn't have crashed an hour later or so. You know, it would have at least gone another seven hours just like yeah. they, they had enough fuel for. So it probably wasn't that, but I mean, it's a good... But wh- and then also, like, why would guess. the plane have diverted courses so quickly? Somebody, suddenly. So so suddenly if it was on autopilot. Somebody must have been controlling it still at that point, and for some reason they turned the plane that way, but why would they turn it that way? Maybe it was hijacked? Okay, so... Is that one of the theories? I don't know. That's what I first thought when I did all this. We're going to get to that one next. But okay, let's get back to the hypoxia, right? Okay. Let's pretend the ATSB wasn't just trying to, like, pull the easy way out card just to be like, okay, here's our official statement of what happened. Okay, bye. We're washing our hands of this. Bye-bye now. Um, Because at this point, it had been four years. So they've already had the private people, they've had their three-year search, then the private people, and then they made their official statement saying it was hypoxia. Oh, that was the that official statement. That was the official statement. statement. So this oh. is, this is, so we're still doing facts, but not, you know. Yeah. Okay. It's still so suspect. That's sus. So let's pretend that it was an explosive decompression. So let's say that it was just a random massive. There was a hole in the plane. Yeah. Something happened. Mythbusters came along. Mythbusters. Mythbusters. <gasps> I love that. Proved idea. that if yeah. So those of you who don't know, Mythbusters is a show. You guys, everybody should know what it is. It's been on for like thirty five freaking years. Is it years. still on? I don't know, but everybody's yeah. seen it. So they they take things like um, one of them was like. Rose and Jack on the Titanic. Would they both have fit on the door? They just take like random things and they like try to recreate it in a safe environment to see if if um, the myth is true or not. Like, will a seed grow in your belly? And they're like trying to see like could it? So they recreate a belly and put a seed in and wait ten months and nothing grows. You know, like stupid things. They do a lot of they do a lot of blows. There's a lot of explosion occurring, (laughs) which is fun. It's super fun. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I think they have, like, 20 seasons, though. I think it's, like, ridiculous. I like, think at one point, it just was every episode, I felt like they were just going to blow something up. Like that's all they did. They always had their safety glasses on a mile away with, like, binoculars to what they going to blow up next. <laughs> yeah. It was, and it's, like, the explosion. And it was always like, on nothing a... Nothing to do with, like, the... I mean, it does, <laughs> like, but it doesn't. It's like, wait, what? And remember the guy? He had a bald head. He wore the little hat with the glasses. Yes, Taller, skinny guy with I the red shirt. There was a girl in it too. Um, I think she probably came in later. I don't remember. Yeah. But it was always on that that TV channel um, that had um, the craziest videos. And oh, I was yeah. somewhere, and I think I was at like a hotel or something. So we didn't have like cable. We only had cable. And I got stuck on one of those, like watching this. I'm like, dude, this is like 
YouTube or TikTok before YouTube or TikTok. Yeah. Like, this is all we could watch. Is 20 of the da- most dangerous, yeah. um, dangerous traffic accidents in the world. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Or the ones where they escape death and it shows, Oh, yeah, like, escape death. The guy like, walking like, across. Walking and then the car crash and then he turns like, what, what the, the hell happened? happened? And yeah. then he just keeps walking. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's so crazy. That that was before YouTube and all that, yeah. Anyways, okay. So, Mythbuster <laughs> said that if a bullet went through the window, it wouldn't even cause explosive and quick de- de- decompression. That wouldn't make any any difference to the flight's oh. decompression. So, like a bullet hole. Yeah. Because when you you're on a flight and you look, there are little holes on the window. Little tiny like pinprick holes. I never noticed. Okay. So, um, so it's definitely not like in the movies where, um, it gets shot down and everybody starts flying through the... Oh, yeah. So, there have only been two instances in the world where cabin decompression has happened and it caused any sort of fatality. Really? Once was in... Yeah, it's not like... You know, whenever you I thought that was like a thing. That was a total thing, right? People just falling out of the sky left and right, right? Yeah. Just like, um, if you played Mario Brothers a lot when you were little... You always thought quicksand was going to be, like, a big major yeah, deal. Yeah, I've never, I've never once seen, seen quicksand in my life. I guess, I mean, in, in Mario, it was always in, like, Egypt, and I haven't been there, but I just, I don't ever hear about quicksand death. Yeah, you got to think, yeah, that is true. Quicksand seemed like it was going to be such a problem as an adult <laughs> right? when I was a like, kid. Yeah. So I was, like, like really oh worried God. about quicksand. I would play in the field behind my house, and I'd see a muddy pile, like, a muddy, like, Ditch I'm like, oh shit, could it be quicksand? I don't know. It's gonna suck me down. Yeah, we can't we gotta stay away from that. I I don't know why I think I think also because that movie um Never Ending Never Ending Story with Atreyu and Quicksand was so heartbreaking. The poor horse. And then I that was my first time that I ever even knew or heard of quicksand was a never-ending story and then ever since then and then probably like you said the mario and stuff yeah it seemed like a big problem (laughs) (laughs) not a problem there's no problem i have never seen quicksand although um a true our trio what was that even um quicksand or was it black tar I think it was the Bog of Eternal Stench. Uh, right? like, I don't <laughs> know what it, was, it was. I don't remember. Whenever I used to watch that when I was a kid, I never thought it was quicksand. And then... I think it was supposed to be quicksand. It was supposed to be quicksand-like thing. But I think it was... Wasn't it in the Bog of the Eternal Stench? Yeah, it, it was, was all, it was like, black. It black. wasn't... Yeah, I never associated it with quicksand. Anyways, um... I did. I thought the Bog of Eternal Stench was a bunch of quicksand bubbling over like, like, um, like, uh, boiling or something. Like, boiling you know, hot quicksand that smelled really bad. That was my interpretation. Maybe that of is it. what quicksand is. I don't know. Have you ever seen it? Like, I've never even seen documentaries on it. Like, you would think we'd at least see it in real life, like, somewhere in a book. I've never even, like, other than Mario. Wait, <laughs> like, is quicksand a real thing? It is, I think. (laughs) I I don't know. I was like, wait, maybe it's not even. I don't know. Maybe it is. is Like unicorns, like a fake, like fantasy thing. (laughs) I think that quicksand probably is a real thing, but because we've never seen it, I think it's so much more dramatic in these like 
movies and games and stuff. I think it's more dramatic. I don't think it's like quicksand, like you go in and you just sink down and you're dead. Well, I think what it is with quicksand is the more you move, the more it sucks you That's down. all I got, too. Yeah. Because when you were playing Mario and you moved without jumping up, you would just go you to the just bottom. Go. Yeah. So that's what I took from it, too. But, yeah. like, where did you get your information from? Never any story. That's <laughs> 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 the only place I ever got my information from. We're never just any like, story. <laughs> I don't know. If you haven't seen, it's a really good uh, movie. You should go watch it. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> So when 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 the <laughs> so when the movie type decompression massive decompression happened in real life yeah once it was 1973 engine failure um struck a window so it just said engine failure so what I'm presuming that means is that part of the engine like flew off and hit a window oh. and um, a man was pulled out of the window so that would almost be like in the movies but only one man was. Huh. So, it wasn't like everything got shoved to the oh, window. Oh, no, everything sucked not out. Not everything sucked out. It was just, like, one man. Okay. I mean, God rest his soul. But yeah. it wasn't, like, in the movies, right? Okay, yeah. I and thought that everyone would get sucked out. No. Yeah, me too. And then in 2018, a Southern Airlines Flight 1380, a woman was partially taken out of a window. Oh, wow. But then they pulled her back in. How scary for her to be, like, Almost sucked Almost out the sucked window, out. and they get pulled back in. So she ended up dying again. later. Oh, um, just from injuries, so she didn't fly again. But <laughs> so then, um, yeah, so she died later. So it's it's definitely not like in the movie. This R. isn't R. this isn't a yeah. a normal occurrence. So um, on. Both times, the plane was able to, like, very quickly land. No other casualties. Like, everything fine. Nothing blowing out the window like that. No crazy whirlwind in the plane. Nothing else. Think about those other um, people on the flight. They must have been traumatized. <laughs> I wonder if they flew They again. probably never flew no. again. <laughs> They're or like, they always I kept their... this lady or, sucked out. Or they, or they kept their seatbelt on. And oh. put on some weights on their feet and shit. I don't know. So, yeah. NASA scientist Jeffrey A. Landis had said that the main factor of decompression in the cabin, it would have to be the, si- the size of the hole. That's all that matters is how big the hole is, obviously. Because oh. it's half the freaking plane is, like, you know, like, if, yeah. if the hole is huge, then obviously more wind is going to go through and... Okay, yeah. no, that makes sense. So, yeah. for major cabin decompression to occur, there would have to be an 11 and a half inch hole in the window. So, that is huge. That's a piece of paper. That's this big. That is pretty big. That's yeah. pretty big. And it would take 100 seconds for decompression to have an effect. Do you know how long 100 seconds is? That's really fast. No. Have you ever, um, have you ever locked, like, done an alarm? code and it's like you have 60 seconds to leave and then you're like running through like you have the mission impossible theme going on and you're like and you're like trying to go through and then you look back in to be like oh i made it and it's been like 12 seconds 
Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. When I worked at the dental office, I had to do the code in the morning and I always be afraid yeah. that if I don't do it right, then the plates are going to come out. And, and you only, and you have to do it all quick. And exactly. And I have to be like, no, I work here. I know the code. Yeah. And, and but you're all freaked out because you're like, 45 seconds isn't long enough. 30 seconds. I don't have time to put in four buttons. I know. And then it's like eight seconds. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. So I swear to God, a minute and 40 seconds is such a long time. It is. Yeah. It is when you think about it. And so, um, at, after a hundred seconds at that altitude that a plane would be at, it would be like a ton of pre- one ton, so two thousand pounds of pressure pulling you through that window. Um, so that makes sense if the plane was still up there by a hundred seconds. As soon as the decompression, like as soon as the pilot got work, he'd start bringing down the plane. And then it becomes like a helicopter, right? Helicopters, you can have the window open and nobody's dying. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So you bring it down. Or what about when people do um, the, the jumping out jump the plane? Out the, yeah, what yeah. is it called? Skydiving. Yeah. They open the freaking whole door. Exactly. And nobody so gets sucked out. All they have to do is get down. And in 100 seconds, like, I, for it to be enjoyable, nice, whatever, it yeah. takes like 10 minutes to get to altitude. But if you're in an emergency situation, oh, yeah, I know just, that plane can get down and just not give a fuck. They're just going to nosedive. They're just going to nosedive down to yeah. where it's a good altitude and then cruise until they figure out what the fuck I to mean, do I mean, everybody's going to be freaking out, but the thing is... But no one's going to get sucked out of the fucking window. Yeah, it's a better alternative than getting sucked out the window. Yeah, exactly. So you think about it, and 100 seconds is a really long time. And that, yeah. yeah. If you think about it that way, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. how fast would you just, like, if I was a pilot, I'd be like, eh, we'd all be like, <laughs> nose diving literally would be, like, almost upside down, trying to get down quick I'd probably pass out. <laughs> I think that Everybody <laughs> probably would just pass out. Yeah. And then, and then wake like, up on the ground. We survive. <laughs> it'd be, like, a very intense ride at Magic Mountain. You're <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> then you're just like, but then you're okay because you landed safely and you didn't get sucked up. Yeah. And then you would have a lot of anxiety medicine, go to a lot of therapy, take a lot of Ativan, a few, a few Xanax <laughs> intravenously. Never fly again. Yeah, so yeah, so I think that it's clear that that the over-exaggeration in movies where everything is being sucked out and explodes and all this crazy shit that's is just, just an over-exaggeration in Hollywood, Hollywood and in reality drama. that's not how it would happen so I think that we can say no, because rapid decompression would be the only cause of lack of oxygen, which would be the most plausible for the hypoxia theory. Theory. <laughs> now we just ruined all Hy- your Hollywood movies. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so I think that that hypoxia thing is a complete scapegoat for the ATSB. I think that they're just saying, like, oh, it's hypoxia. That's our official release. That's what happened. They all... It's Died just, of lack of oxygen, plane crash. Sorry, bye. Yeah, they have to come up with something, and that's the that's best all they, they could come up, come up with. with. Okay, so the next theory, which is what I thought initially, what you said, hijacking. Yeah, why not hijacking? Why not? Sounds good. I mean, it sounds like it's plausible, it especially went off course. And there are a few theories as who could have or who wanted to hitchhike. Hitchhike, hijack the plane. <laughs> um, so at first I thought maybe it was crew involvement, 
Because um, of the Malaysian's ATC's failure to attempt to communicate with the flight after the last communication. Sure. I guess they didn't really make a lot of attempts to communicate, even though they were like, dude, where are you? And flight's like, radio silence. Dude, where are you? Nothing. Dude, where, where are you? So they basically Nothing. just ghosted Just them. gave up. Yeah. yeah. They, they ghosted them, and then they were like, well, cool, we're being ghosted. Well, fuck that. So I guess that, well, fuck them. We're going to ghost them too then. <laughs> like... I don't know. They they just they didn't communicate how, but like how they should have maybe. I'm they just lack, lack of communication, and so not only did the flight lose communication by the pilot, but the air traffic um, control people weren't trying to communicate either. So communication is that two way street. Yeah, it takes two people. So maybe it wasn't just the controller. Maybe maybe they they were just having a fight with each other. <laughs> I mean, it maybe like... maybe the pilot was having you know no well, having I... a control issue, and was like, "Don't tell me what to do, air traffic flight people." <laughs> well, like you said, if it was hijacked, they're not going to communicate. They're just going to be like, "Fuck you! I don't care if you want to know where we are." Because well, no, I know my but, plane now. <laughs> but they're saying that the that the air traffic control didn't communicate like they should have. So why would they have given up? Maybe there was someone in on it. Oh there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. Yes. So yeah. that was part of it. That that's why they didn't try to communicate. So um, the so- Ministry of Transport, which is so weird, the Ministry because that's like the 1984 oh. book. Uh huh. Oh, that I is know. trippy. It's so weird. I know. I was reading it and I was like, oh my god, this is so not okay. Anyways, it says that it's inconclusive, inconclusive as of July 2018. So they cannot confirm nor deny that it was a hijacking and a crew member was or was not, in fact, involved. ABC News and the LA Times are holding on to the hijacking theory. And that could just be because we are so, um, like, stuck with 9-11 and the hijacking already happened. I feel like the whole nation is still under PTSD because of it. You know? Like, it's a, it's, I feel like it's always in the back of anyone's mind if a plane even diverts off course. It's like, there's a hijacker! Yeah, that's the first thought that I had is hijacking. Yes, exactly. Um, so those news outlets think that the plane may have been hijacked and taken to a remote island. LA Times reported that um, one of the reporters were able to locate over 600 possible nearby landing strips for the plane to disappear to because they had so much gas and shit. 600? 600. Well, there's a lot of islands out there, huh? Yeah. There are over 600. Wow. However, however, no terrorist groups have come forward and due to the fact that they found some plane debris in 2015, we must assume that they did not effectively land the plane. And they could have crash landed it, and parts still could have gone in the ocean. But maybe majority people, you never, you mean, we don't know exactly. There are three people, and I just I want to add these three people because I I, I want to I want to say their names. I'm gonna have fun saying their names. Are you yeah. ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jean Marc Garo, Garo, Michelle Delarche, and Jean Luc Marchand. Are they all French? I think so. sounds like it yeah they made an entire website about the flight being hijacked and having to make an emergency landing near Christmas Island due to fuel depletion Christmas Island yeah I've never heard of Christmas Island I try to look for it and it's in the middle of the ocean nowhere it's like nowhere huh that must be where Santa Claus goes on vacation oh that may be yeah that's cute 
Um, so that would make sense as to why they found debris from the plane, maybe, because they, there was fuel depletion, so they had to, like, quickly land or something, but it wouldn't explain why or how they used so much fuel since they had more than enough fuel and why they were going in the wrong direction anyways. Because Christmas Island isn't that far off. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But, like... What would okay? What would they be the purpose of hijacking the plane though? Let's think. Okay, they're gonna hijack the plane, and then they they come up on a plane, I guess. But then you can't really fly you it can't anywhere. Fly it anywhere. You can't do anything with it. I mean, what what? Uh, What's I mean, the motive? Yeah, I mean, there's people. They you can, have to deal what? with all these people. But who wants to deal with people? Well, what if they're gonna sell them for sex trafficking or organs or um? Uh, slaves or um, okay. Well, this okay. Was there drugs on the plane? Like what? Not you know what that I we're mean? aware of. Like, but if what? there was a um, a crew member like you know they're involved, has there could have been something. drugs. Maybe. Okay, so the other conspiracy is a terrorist attack, which sounds like um, a hijacking to me, but whatever. Yeah. Um, some people thought it was a specific terrorist group, and they thought that it was the jihad. Okay. Uh-huh. They say that the plane landed in Afghanistan and the passengers are being held hostage or in Pakistan. But it's almost been 10 years. I don't think it would be in Pakistan, though. Uh, I don't know. But either way, it's been 10 years. Are we really to believe they're still holding them all? We're sp- they're, they're feeding and housing 239 crew and passengers. Yeah, and they not telling anybody because nobody has come forward to be like, "Hey, we're the terrorist." Group. Oh yeah, ransom money. They yeah, would ransom. Want ransom money they want something. something. And every every terrorist group is like, "Dude, don't look at us. Maybe it was this guy. Don't look at us. Maybe it's that terrorist group." Like all the terrorist groups are like, "No, no, no, it's not us." And so that that's not not correct. Like I yeah. So there's another one. Okay. So this one's kind of out there, but it's um. Pat- so there was a patent number eight six seven one three eight one, which I looked up and it's a real patent on the plane or no a patent number like a patent number like to make something like to have oh. this like mouse you need a patent number oh, to yeah. make the couch like it's an like invention. an invention yeah, yeah. and this invention patent. was um, I looked it up and it's about like wafers like using certain dyes and wafers. I don't what? really know what any of it means. What do you but, mean? What is a wafer? Like a wafer is a is a, a cir- is, is like a circular disc with holes in it. Oh okay. I've never heard. Of, I've heard and, of like a wafer, like a like a cookie. Yeah, but, but not like so. A, like at the shop, whenever we make like, they'll be like da 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 wafer, and that means that it's gonna be something. With a bunch of little dots. And so it's anything thin, like it's like thin, it's right? thin and then fake like all these with little dots. Okay. So it's like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I held up my notebook and there's a bunch of little dots on my notebook. So <laughs> <laughs> not by me, that's just the design of the book. <laughs> Anyways, um so I looked it up, it's real, and it was accepted on March eleventh. It was only three days after the flight disappeared. Supposedly, three of the four patent owners, which there were four names listed on the patent, were on the plane. Oh, the Which manifest. would mean that the fourth owner was not on the plane, and the fourth owner wanted all rights to himself, so he made the plane disappear so he could have all of it So over these three people. Okay, but how's that patent doing these days? Did he even come up if I don't, that's even the case? I'm not sure. 
I don't I don't know whatever happened with that patent because I don't understand it just said it said um something about dying a wafer I don't know what it because the, the wafer could be for anything okay it could, yeah. it could even be for like a filter for like a um like an a, air filter an air filter for filter. like a washing machine okay like okay. it literally they use yeah. filters for everything so yeah. I don't know like yeah. I, I it didn't it didn't give it any specifics other than it was used for a dye for this um and then so then I looked up the manifest for flight 370 to yeah. see all the Who's names on, that's a very good point who's on this who plane? is on the plane anybody important so I try to match up the names with the people on the patent and I didn't get any but a lot of those names were like almost similar because um like over 50% of the passengers were um were Chinese and same with the patent. So they were all um Oh they were like, Chinese. Yeah, citizens. so they were all like X I Wing or P H U you know, they yeah. all have about like they're all pretty well the same similar uh, uh names. names and stuff. Yeah, they're all like, you know, it'd be like American Smith. Yeah, yeah. Roberts, you know. Yeah, yeah, very common. And so it'd be like Tom Jones. <laughs> we just saw a license plate earlier that said heart, the heart symbol, T M J N Z. And I was like, oh my God, they love Tom Jones. Like, what the fuck? I don't even know who Tom Jones is. Like, I do, but I don't. What? Well, it's like before my time. Tom I know, Jones. but haven't you seen Vegas Vacation? Yeah, but Tom Jones, isn't he like. Wouldn't he be just... I think he's dead. I he's a singer. Say. He's a really famous singer. He's one that sings um, uh, something about lady, lady, who's my lady, lady, lady tonight. Hold on, I'm, I'm trying to see if he's dead. He's a lady. Welsh singer. Um, oh, my gosh. He's 82. He's still freaking alive. Oh, and he just got... Oh, hopefully he didn't get divorced. Um, he's only 82. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone or someone or something. <laughs> that song. You know that song? I do know that song. <laughs> That's a song. Yeah, I know I know that song now that you say that. And That's that came out in 1965. He was probably like a big heartthrob. He, he also came out with Sex Bomb in 1999. He is 82 years old. He came out with that when he was like 52. I guess that's not that bad. But you know, the song Sex Bomb. Yeah, he was like a major... Major heartthrob, huh? Major heartthrob for sure. And he's even a Sir Tom. Sir, like Sir Elton oh. John. He's a Sir Tom... Sir Thomas Jones Woodward. <laughs> what? O-B-E. <laughs> O-B-E is a Welsh singer. I don't know. That's funny. <laughs> but he was in Vegas from 1967 to 2011, so that's... But he has, like, that... It says, full-throated, robust, bust, baritone. He's like, it's not unusual! <laughs> I can't believe I'm singing on this. We're going to have to delete all of this. Fuck that. <laughs> Nobody can hear my, my robust Tom Jones see any of the names from the patent on the manifest for flight 370 
not saying that I even found the correct manifest. It's the internet. It could have been wrong. It could have been anything. Even the patent I looked up could have been all falsified and fucked up. I mean, it all looked right, but... Well, based ooh, on the information Based on found, the information yeah. that I have, it looks like the people on the patent were not any passengers on the plane. Okay, so that's false. So that false. shouldn't be, but based on the information that I have, there is a patent... So, I don't know. But the names on it could be wrong. The names on the manifest. Like, I don't fucking know. So well, that's, that's why it's conspiracy theory. You, you never, never know. know. It wouldn't be a conspiracy theory if it, if it was so easily proven wrong. So, yeah. Um, yeah and then um, we have the next conspiracy. So, if you guys have been counting, that would be conspiracy theory number five. Wow, we're on five? We're on number five and we're still not done. So, this one is, is uh, we're going to call it Diego Garcia. Diego Garcia. So, I thought it was a person, too. Yeah, it sounds like my of like one of my is. friends from high school or something. Right? No, it's an army base, and it's located on a little island off of the Indian Ocean. Little island, Diego Garcia. And the little tiny island is actually British territory, and therefore it is ruled under the U.K., Oh, wow. And it is an extremely small island that is, that does have, it does have, like, citizens on it, kind of, kind of like Coronado Island, Nazni. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So there's, like, civilians, like, half is civilians and half is just military base. And um, it's an extremely small island that is militarized south of the equator in Central Indian Ocean. And it is militarized by the British as well as U.S. Oh, it's both. Yeah, in the 1971, the U.S. Navy built a base there named the Diego Garcia Naval Base. Okay, well, so that makes... D-G-N-B. That makes more sense <laughs> why it's Diego Garcia because the, you know, United, it's United States. Because I'm like, why would the British think of Diego Garcia? <laughs> right? like, it doesn't no, add up. correct. It should be like John Smith. Yeah, something else. <laughs> Um, so, by 1976, it was uh, completed, and people were there militarizing and such. Okay. Okay. So, here's a theory that the plane was captured by the U.S. and then taken to Diego Garcia Island, or that the plane was directed to land at Diego Garcia. Okay, yeah, because it did start... It started uh, to go that, that way, way to, yeah. the, to the west, and, yeah. you know... And Jay Carney, the White House press security at the time, said on March 18, 2014, that the U.S. had nothing to do with the missing flight. And another source said that the plane was shot down by the U.S. military near Diego Garcia. Shot down? So if it was shot down, that would be why there's plane debris coming into the West. But why would we shoot it down? I don't know, because we didn't fucking shoot down the weather balloon thingy or whatever balloon that's going on in the air. Yeah. We didn't shoot that down all right away, but we shot down those freaking alien things from the Antarctica aliens. So I don't know. We're all just hokey pokey shooting or not. Either, <laughs> either we all shoot it down or nothing. <laughs> no in between. Um, res- Residents. Okay, so. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, so the, um, the small civilian town is called. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I'm sorry. There is another small island in the Indian Ocean. It's called Kuda, 
Hoover Do. Kuda Hoover Do? Yes. It's a small island in the Indian Ocean. That's kind of fun to say. I know. Kuda Hoover Do. It, it reminds me of um, Zuba Mafu. Kuda Hoover Do. Yeah, old like the, the I guess the, there's like a TV show for kids, Zuba Mafu. I, I see remember. it every so often on, I like, the guy. I don't remember that yeah. show. Anyways, I don't either, but I just saw it every so often, um, and it was always fun to say. So, anyways, so there's residents on Kudahuvadoo, Kudahuvadoo, that say around 6.15 local time, p.m. So that should have been the time that they would have um, landed in Beijing. Oh. They were actually in the middle of the Indian Ocean somewhere on this small little island and they say that they saw a big white jumbo jet with red stripes flying low that were, so, that it was so low that they could see the windows and the doors and everything. Could they see people's faces? Like people Being like, like ah! Or like whatever, <laughs> like hell. No, like, no, I don't think so, but they oh. could like make out like the door and the windows, but I don't think they could see it. I don't know. Wow, that is really low then. So yeah. And they were, wait, wait, wait. I, so there's eyewitness reports at what the time they were supposed to be in Beijing that they, they saw they them They were saw them over there. And I definitely believe that that is a lost plane and that they did see this plane. No, I believe that. I believe that a hundred, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a conspiracy. No, I believe or that. Or anything. Um, the plane at that point, they said, was traveling from the north towards the southeast in the exact opposite direction of Beijing. Yeah. Toward the southern, um, toward, toward the southern. Yeah. Heading south. Yeah. Which is exactly... It's the opposite. Exactly yeah. what we were saying. Like, exactly where the plane should have... Like, what... Oh, yeah. If it kept going or anything. Some people also believe that the debris is fake and the plane landed, landed safely on Diego Garcia. However, that could just be wishful thinking. And I think it might be wishful I mean, yeah, because everyone wants the... Everyone, to, everyone you know, wants the, the best, best and they, they want to find the passengers like on Gilligan's Island and stuff. You know, they want to yeah. find them. Oh, good, our family members are safe. They've been chilling on Diego Garcia, taken care of by the U.S. and the U.K. government, and they're all just fine and for whatever. But why? But why would they hide that if they did land there safely? No one would keep them this long and not say anything, right? Like why? Makes yeah, no sense. It doesn't make any sense. There's no sense. So. um... There are, so that was number five. I'm going to give you one more, and then I'm done. <laughs> because no, I, there are so many theories. That there's this, more? There's about, like, 25. <gasps> oh, if, but you, you pick, like, you the best ones, digging, huh? yeah. yeah. Um. So there's ones that, um, there's ones that have, um, a plane, <laughs> the plane fell into a black hole. Ooh, mm -hmm. well, that's, that's not what I'm going over. But, but there's that's one. interesting. Wait, a black hole in our it just it was just going and just boop, gone, or a meteor came and just struck the plane and that's it. Huh? And this is all like outer space shit. Yeah. And, or an alien abduction. I believe that. And yeah. four years to the date after the flight disappeared, someone. Of course, it doesn't say who sure. who got these messages. They started to receive weird text messages and voicemails that were had coordinates which coincided with the supposed airplane crash site coordinates. So it's coordinating, like it was sending coordinates of 
where the last time they saw the plane. Wow. How would they when even a know a random, that? like, unknown number or something? Like a burner phone or something? I don't know. Or from space, because it was alien. So that's why they think it was an alien abduction. So whatever. The theories are just on and on and on. So here's my last theory. Okay? Yeah. Uh, okay. So this one is about crew suicide and or hijacking. Okay? So it kind of falls under hijacking, but... Crew, but okay. I didn't even think about that. So, flight captain Zahari Ahmad Shah's wife and three kids had moved out the day before the disappearance. So, he was the pilot. He was in the middle of like a divorce or separation? A friend claimed he was seeing another woman and that the relationship was rocky. So, his wife moved out. His mistress, the one that he's having a mistress with, is kind of rocky. And... It's not looking so good for him. Life mm-hmm. is just very plummeting. His wife claims it's all untrue. But why would she say it's true? Yeah. If it just happened the day before and now she's she might be losing life insurance, any monetary Ooh. value, any sympathy, any other bullshit, right? Yeah, that's true. So she's like, no, that's not true. That's not true. But his friends say it is. And meanwhile, two minutes before the boarding... The cap, the flight captain, had made a two-minute phone call to an unidentified woman. The mistress mm-hmm. had to be the mistress, or it's the wife saying, "I will never come back to you. I will never do this." Or it was the mistress still like being like, "Fuck you, you have like I don't know, I don't She's know." She's probably like, "When are you gonna leave your wife?" Even though you just did, so well, maybe she happy, didn't but know. I don't maybe know. that's when he told her she's gone. She's okay. Leaving it me. gets better. According to police, well, the FBI, whoever, yeah, said like top up people agencies, yeah. said that they found flight simulators at his house that matched the flight pattern, the de- diverted flight pattern of this flight. Okay, so he was doing he was something. he was practicing going the wrong way. Because this flight does the same flight every single time, so he knows that he's going to do this flight, so then he's planned to divert it? I don't know. Um, But, of course, the Malaysian government says, no, that's not true. That's That's not right. And, get this, as mentioned, remember how I told you? Remember Penang. Yes. Penang. Oh, yeah, Penang. The city they flew over. Yeah. What? They actually supposedly might have flown over it three times. That is where he was born. That's his home city. That is where the captain grew up. So the theory goes that the captain wanted to see his hometown again, fly over it, decide if he really wants to, and then bing down, crash. But it's not possible that he was that he flew and landed there. No, because he flew over it. They oh. saw he, he went the way that the flat... Which you guys will see. You guys will see it whenever um, Heather is going to post the maps and you'll see that it goes to Penang and then it immediately diverts. Oh, okay. So it's like it, it's starting to go one way and then it diverts to Penang and then it diverts again. Yeah. Like immediately. Okay. Um, So I think... That the captain was having a hard time at home with both his wife and his marriage and his mi- mistress and affair that he decided to end it all. And he went through the flight simulator at home, 
maybe called his wife or mistress to see if he could patch anything up before the flight. They both were like, fuck you, or one of them, whichever one. Maybe so both of them at Both that of point. them, who knows? Yeah. So he flew by his hometown one last time and then ended it all. But why take Which, all those innocent to people me is with you? Because how else is he going to get a plane? How else would he have access to a plane? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, just well, obviously, cliff, he's, he's not, not in thinking. his right mind. Yeah, people who are and, suicide are not And that's not why he's stable. still on radar, but not on the radio, because he's the hijacker, and that's why he's not <gasps> answering the radio. He is the hijacker. Yeah, so he's a hijacker and murder-suicide. So, between the six conspiracies I gave you, oh, wow. plus the meteor, aliens, and the black hole, UFO, y'all figure out what you want to and do with what you want to on the conspiracies. I'm going with the pilot was like F life and and then also, 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 side note, um, which totally throws a loop in everything because in 2015, when they found the debris, they have just now in recent years, we're talking like three, four years ago, started to say that the debris that was found wasn't even from that plane. So now we're going to go back and now you have to reread, like relook at all the conspiracies as if there was no debris and now you have to... (laughs) So it's still possible. And it was actually debris from a different crash altogether. Who knows how long ago or, you know, they're trying to figure it out. So I'm not sure why they would backtrack years later. Maybe they just got like maybe they've been looking at it more and figuring it out maybe people just trying to come up with their own logic and try to fill in the missing pieces and try to make what works for them for this disappearing plate I don't know but y'all know what I think and (laughs) y'all do what you want to with this I mean I think that of all of the theories that you've given so far I think that does seem like the most logical even though it's not logical to do that like that's not he wasn't thinking logically like oh I'm gonna you know commit suicide with by using this plane and endangering and killing you know murdering all of these innocent lives like that's not that's not okay that's not okay but in his circumstance, I can see if he... That you know, would be that's the most, most logical. logical. The only other thing that I can think of is if it was hijacked by someone who was on the plane. Um, because maybe there was something smuggled on the plane that we don't know about. Like if there was there, drugs yeah. or money or something. Or Ooh, just... Ooh, yeah. What if there was drugs or money and so they had to crash the plane. And maybe that one person who had the drugs, money, etc jumped off the plane somehow or whatever i don't know wasn't i don't know how they would have survived the plane crash i mean they, they, they had the plane, a parachute and then they well but how would you get on the outside of the plane unless they jumped out really quick and until they find the black box they'll never know and until so they need the plane to get to the black box so they have found nothing nothing it's a true just disappeared mystery yep and all we can go off is conspiracy theories at this point well, but yeah like what if what if they opened the door last minute, jumped out, and then they had guys waiting for them being like, okay, now we're going to go get the money and the drugs or yeah, whatever, yeah. because now we got it over this international land, and now we're over in the West Indian Ocean somewhere, and we're cool. But I don't know how it is in other places, but in America, you can't open the... Once the flight started, you, you have no access to the pilot, unless maybe... 
I'm not sure unless you're a crew well, member. have to, like, force some... Or it could have been an inside job. Yeah. Or what they could have... Yeah. But, but that, no. But the thing is, is if he had the flight simulators and he was already... Unless he was the drug-dealing person and had the money with him. That could be it. And he was the inside job. Maybe he was running away from the wife, the kids, the marriage, the affair, the bullshit. It's like, screw you all. I got yeah, maybe he did on. a suicide. Maybe it was a hijack and flee situation. Maybe it wasn't a murder-suicide hijacking. Maybe it was just a flea hijacking. Well, I don't know. He still murdered all those people then, because they're missing. Oh yeah, so it'd be a murder-flea hijacking, not a murder-suicide hijacking. It would just be a murder-flea. Murder-runaway. I think that. I think that. I think that you're right. I think that he was planning it, and that it had to do with his. Marriage. But if he was planning it, why the phone call? If he was maybe he was it. saying goodbye to someone. If he was maybe he was. But if he was planning it, she just left the night before. How long would he have had time to plan it, unless the money thing is right, or the drug thing, or the whatever, money drug. The only other thing I can think of is all those people on there were was the commodity. You know, like that was the currency. The people for either some kind whole, of like sex, sex trafficking, trafficking slaves. There's still slaves in other countries and sex trafficking all over the world, and um, organ stealing and all kinds of weird stuff that we don't even want to think about. You yeah, know, that like you never know on the black market. All the kidneys and stuff. Yeah. What if they did go to a small organ and I mean organ? What if they did go to a small island and they're hard Harvesting like kidneys and organs and livers and shit and selling them on the black market. Is the black market even real? It's real, right? Oh, for sure. It has yeah. to be real somewhere. Yes. On the dark web somewhere. Definitely all I don't know how it all works, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. Oh my gosh. That's Where all... are those damn tin hats? <laughs> no, that's, that's, all, that's all real, unfortunately. That stuff all happens. Yeah, so I wonder if they took a... I mean, that could okay, so been, That's so probably they... more valuable than yeah. the cocaine. Okay, or... so what if he was like... Fuck everything. I'm just going to take this whole plane of people because my whole life is crashing on and I have the ability to take a plane full of people to this remote, one of the 600 landing strips he could have gone to on all the yeah. remote islands and we're just going to harvest fucking lungs Or, and or shit, maybe he's livers. not the one he's selling them, you know? Yeah. But he was a father. I don't so. think that he, he would have to go under like hiding or something at some point. He would have to Oh, I'm sure them. they would protect him, whoever was paying Yeah, for he'd people. have to get paid a lot of money and then go under a, like a false I don't know. name, false identity, false, he'd have to like, he's probably in America now. We take in all the fucking falsies. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. We don't want them. Send yeah. them back. <laughs> All right. So that was our show for, for today. <laughs> well, it was a pretty long one, too. So let me uh, let us know what you think. And yeah. What do you think what, happened? What's your, yeah. What do you think happened? Um, are you on Team Jenna that thinks that it was a suicide or Team Heather for organ Sex trafficking, sex trafficking, the horrible things, not just suicide, instant death. She wants well, people to suffer. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't want people to suffer. Either way, they suffered because either they suffered in a plane crash. Instantly. Or they the were. The humane way. Well, yeah. I mean, either way, it's, either way it's, it's horrible. And the, the, main re- the main thing is that people suck. And so we can't take that just because we wouldn't do it. We can't take that out of <laughs> 
the conspiracy. Yeah, no, we definitely would never do any of that. Yeah. But we do, we should actually, you know, this is a very serious subject and we do feel, um, you know, compassion and we do feel bad for the people and the family involved. So, um, yeah. you know, we are very upset and sad about it, but we do want to know what happened. I think everybody wants to know what happened. So... Um, thank you guys for listening to Conspiracies Unlocked, and don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and follow. (laughs) (laughs) This is Jenna and Heather. Bye. Bye.